It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Crazy week. Crazy week. We even live right now. What in the hell is going on? <laughs> Sorry, my my stream is uh, my stream's acting up. Crazy week. Um, God, so many ups and downs. So many things going right. So many things going wrong. We had an amazing Thursday night football game where we had tons and tons of players dropping fantasy football loads all over the place. Laporta coming in strong. Gibbs, an absolute monster, win a league player. And then we had some some bumps uh, this week as well. But the whole point of fantasy football is to weather through the storm. The whole point of fantasy football is to have enough uh, firepower across your entire lineup to allow for players to have bad games. Keep in mind, there are going to be a lot of uh, a Monday morning quarterback fantasy football common commentators here tonight speaking about players being... I don't know, done, you know, give up on HN, give up on so-and-so. And in some cases, we need to downgrade. The The appropriate reaction is warranted for some of these players. Example, Devon Achan, is he a top five running back lock for you? Probably not because he's failed you. But is he a bench? Does he get regulated from a top five running back to not even your flex play? That's what you call an overreacting Oscar. Do we need to assess the player differently? Yes, but keep in mind, and we'll talk about this in a minute, how many players ran away from Jameer Gibbs entering this week? There were a lot of people that said, hey, three games in a row, he hasn't done anything. Do I play Jameer Gibbs? And you played that game and you got burned. There's a whole lot of reason to maneuver and bump around player values, but there's also uh, a calmness that needs to take place and a realization that players are going to have huge games and they're going to have bad games. Uh, some injuries to go over, a whole lot more. The Fantasy Football Show begins right now. I don't know if, I don't know if anything's working. My system is, I know, you're, I know I'm live. I know you're, I can see all your comments now. But my system absolutely crapped like Arthur Smith tonight. So let me see if I can uh, <laughs> if I can manually punch this. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. So, lots to get to, tons to get to. Um, where did everything just go? I don't know. 
<laughs> Let me see if I can even... Let's see here. Is this where I was at? Is this where I was at? That's... From the FantasyFootballShow.com news... Hey, Chad. You are about to enter the fantasy football. I don't know where I am. Where did everything that I have go that was on my screen? It's all gone. It's absolutely all gone. I had it all here. It was all ready to rumble. And your boy just lost it all. Um, I I feel like I got to restart on this stream. But we got 160 people in here. I think I got to reboot. Uh... Anthony says, Smitty, don't be giving us advice. How about, Anthony, you just take a, a hike. There you go. You no longer have to watch this channel any longer, Anthony. You know what's so funny? It's so funny. And don't worry, it doesn't bother me. It, 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 it goes with the, 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 it's the nature of fantasy football content creation. The amount of people that come in when they lose their league and they're sour because they didn't have enough firepower surrounding a player that plays bad, and they come in and they want to blame other people because they feel very badly about their their draft. They feel very badly about their management skills. They feel very badly about their decision making. And if you come in here and you start talking like that, do you think do you think you're going to stay? Do you think that anybody's going to let you sit in here and spew that kind of uh, negativity within the chat? Do what you want, Anthony. Go find go find some other channel. Uh, you don't need to come here. That's for sure. I wish I knew where I put all these. Uh, let's see. It can't be here. I don't know where it all went. We'll, I'll drag it on screen one at a time. But let, let's go over these players um, one at a time. We'll go. We'll start with. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase got injured, and uh, this was this was very very disappointing. Um, and so, just real quickly, want to say shoulders day to day, and we'll we'll have to we'll have to play this by ear walking into the coming week. But just want to get that a couple injuries we need to get out of the way. Patrick Mahomes, uh, twenty seven to thirty seven, three oh five, two touchdowns. Did have the two ints, but he was absolutely. Um, looking like he's ready to bounce back and and make a little make a little uh make a little uh I don't know resurgence but but the problem is his counterpart Travis Kelsey if I could find Kelsey real quickly let me find Kelsey's uh stat line Kelsey looks lost Kelsey as I said on my Instagram I feel like Kelsey is not focused right now I feel like Kelsey is the most distracted he's ever been and I'm I'm very 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 sad to see Kelsey's final season of being an elite player without any risk of injury 
get flushed down the toilet, essentially. You know, because he's not, I think, in the right frame of mind. He's getting older, so he's slowing down anyway. And I feel like he's distracted by this Taylor Swift thing. And you can laugh at me all you want. I think a lot of you will agree. I feel like this man is not focused. And we've seen this time and time again, whether it's an actor like Ben Affleck, who, who gets overshadowed by J-Lo. Um, Swift overshadowing this man. He's definitely not the alpha in the relationship. And he's absolutely, absolutely distracted, in my opinion. I don't think his mind's on football. I don't think he's focused. I bet you anything, he's let something slide that he never let slide in terms of mental preparation. And, and Kelsey's, this is his last hurrah. Because he's going to have injury-riddled seasons moving forward. So, I don't know what you all think about Kelsey. We'll have a video later. Probably late or early tomorrow. Maybe I'll do something late tonight on this. But Travis Kelsey in 2024, depending on where his ADP falls, is going to be a pretty big red flag and avoid, if you ask me. Mahomes is going to need to find another weapon. The, the free agency movement for this team, I think they learned their lesson not bringing Hopkins in. And I think that you're going to see Andy Reid and this entire organization go hunting for wide receivers. They should have brought in Hopkins. They didn't. Are they going to draft a wide receiver? Maybe. But they got to bring somebody else in. Rice is absolute like potential phenom in the making. But they do need someone to replace Kelsey. Whether that's to go get a big name tight end. Whether that's to draft one of the, the, the better upside tight ends walking into the, the 2024 NFL draft. I do believe A-Chan, or, I'm sorry, I do believe Rasheed Rice can be the number one wide receiver here. He certainly stepped up, and if I could find Rasheed Rice's uh, uh, stat line, let me find that real quick. Rice was absolutely um, amazing, as we, we thought he probably would be, because his targets have been in the double-digit territory for three straight games. Nine of nine targets, 91 yards, and a touchdown. He's been Mr. Consistent. He certainly is the future receiver, but we definitely need to see Patrick Mahomes get another weapon. He needs to get another weapon, whether they, they draft an RB, which they don't have good luck with. I like McKinnon. He's an old dog, though. I like Pacheco. Is he injury prone? Um, I, I think Pacheco feels like he's got a good future there, but the way he runs, I don't know that he'll stay healthy for years. They've got to do something to get Mahomes, I think, back in a position where they're not scrambling you know, every year to try and piece together something. It feels like it's coming together. I think Mahomes goes on a little terror. I think that they start looking like one of the teams to beat in the AFC, just like the Buffalo Bills, and uh, it all begins now. And it was it was a nice little outing. Jalen Waddle was was solid in this game because Hill was sitting out, obviously, um, precautionary to some degree, but also they need to heal him up, and they thought we could probably win this game. So let's go ahead and, and, and get uh, Hill healthy for next week, and let's try and win this game without him. And they certainly did that. 142 and a touchdown for Waddle. He was phenomenal in this contest. Everybody that had Waddle was absolutely uh, uh, thrilled with that, outco that outcome. Anybody that had Brees Hall was not thrilled because Brees Hall ran the ball six times for 12 yards. Brees Hall added a six-yard reception. That was the only usage this man had. And Aaron Rodgers was on the sideline disgusted because had the Jets won this game, Aaron Rodgers was suiting up next week. Word came like late in the week, heading into the games. We didn't really talk about this, but word was that Aaron Rodgers was going to be cleared for next week's game if the Jets were to win this game. He looked disgusted on the sideline. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Robert Salah should be fired immediately, to be honest with you. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know how to use his biggest weapon. And it's absolutely disgusting to watch this man and his talents go to waste. Just like... Just like this next player we're going to talk about that everybody I know is so eager uh, to crap all over. Instead of crapping all over a situation, you want to crap all over him. But Bijan Robinson, you can say what you want. I've already seen so much negativity toward him. So much like he's trash. He's not good. I'm not even going to go near him next year. I'll tell you what. If everybody feels that way, he will fall to a value. Do we need Arthur Smith gone? Yeah. Am I ready to tell you where I would draft Bijan Robinson? No, I'm not. Am I as disgusted as you are? Yeah. Can we control everything in fantasy football? No. Is he one of, if not two or three overall for running back talent and upside? Yes, he is. Is he getting used? Absolutely not. Is it disgusting? Yes. Do I throw up on my mouth every single time I think about it? Yes, I I do. Should Arthur Smith be fired yesterday? Yes. There's not much more you can say on this. Do we want Bijan to get fed? Yes. And is he going to get fed? Probably not. Do you sit him? I don't know. We'll We'll walk through those options probably case by case every single time I get asked a question. I can't blanket answer anything right now on Bijan Robinson because he ran the ball seven times for 11 yards. They're at the goal line or they're right near the goal line. They're inside the 10. First down, what do they do? Let's just let's just not run Bijan any of those attempts. Let's give Cordell Patterson his run. They're down inside the 15-yard the line. Let's not run the ball. Let's have Ritter try and throw the ball and get picked off. This is the most disgusting usage or misusage of a player I've ever seen in my entire life. To draft this man inside the top 10 and, and actually go out of your way not to use him is absolutely disgusting. And there's nothing more we can say. There's no preparation. We could, we got to take it case by case. Every single one of your questions about Bijan next week is going to be case by freaking case because there are no le- legitimate answers right now. It's it's let the dust settle. Let's go into the news. Let's see what's happening. I, I, I honestly don't think he's anything more than a flex right now. If even that, depends on your options. McKinnon, absolute monster. We talked about this man going out and doing what he did. In this game, very, very solid play this week. One of our favorite kind of sneaky running back two slash flex plays. There was a lot. There's a lot of people that are going to be really negative on Bijan, really negative on A-Chan in this chat tonight. And that's fine. I understand it. But guess what? There are still a lot of players that absolutely exploded that we talked about over and over and over. This man being one of them. 
This man being one of them. This man being another one of them. That people were contemplating sitting because of this, that, and the other. This man, another absolute gem. That was a fantastic play that we've been talking about for months and, and, and weeks uh, specifically. Uh, th- this guy, former Moon Man. Absolute phenom. Let's, let's talk positively about this man. Top five running back right now. Top five running back right now. Moon Man graduate. Absolutely loved this guy last year. We're, should we have been higher on him walking into the season? Absolutely. Absolutely. This team has been playing very well. Baker's been playing very well. Evans has been playing very well. And this man will continue to thrive. He's an absolute phenom. 89 yards on the ground. Two catches for 50 yards and a tutty. And he's going to continue to do it. Um, okay, uh, let's see here. Let's 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 talk about uh, let's talk about this was this was a kind of a sketchy play this week. I, I, f- I felt a lot of hesitation when I got Ezekiel Elliott questions because I knew everybody was going to expect you know what he did the week prior. But eleven carries, twenty five yards, twenty one additional receiving yards, fell on his face. It wasn't all his fault. It's a bad offense. It's a bad team. It's hard to trust anything coming out of this New England Patriots system. Plain and simple. So. Uh, back to this one, we didn't talk about McKinnon. McKinnon, 11 yards uh, rushing four times. We knew that his work would be done through the air. He added three receptions for 19 additional yards and a touchdown. Uh, this man also had, uh, he had two touchdowns, correct? It's not saying here. Absolute magician. Did he have two touchdowns? He had two touchdowns, did he not? Fantastic game out of out of McKinnon. Just phenomenal game out of McKinnon. McKinnon, I believe it was two touchdowns. Why is it not saying two touchdowns here? Additional yards and a touchdown. Uh, okay, Evans got that one out of the way. Rashad White, fantastic running back one right now. Mike Evans, wide receiver one. Rasheed Rice, elite wide receiver two. Laporta, uh, Shamrock, absolutely top three tight end going forward into the future as well. Absolutely. Um, Kelsey, we went over. Um, Rasheed Rice, we went over Mike Evans. This guy right here was a nice little fantastic play for a lot of you. A lot of questions on uh, Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary walking into next week is a crafty, low-end, if not mid-range, if not high-end running back too. With Stroud coming back, with this team doing what it's doing, how exciting they look. Devin Singletary, 26 totes for 121, and that didn't tell the whole story because this man broke off a magnificent long touchdown run. They got called back. A touchdown run that won the game. And yet they had to call it back and uh, in overtime. And so he would have had 150 and a, and a touchdown had that touchdown stood. So you, you, you have this guy on your roster. You better be plugging him into your lineup. Let's uh, let's get over to this next. Let's see here. We went over. This is a, this is a fall from grace. We're going to talk about in a video that I'm going to highlight. Eckler, Kelsey, Derrick Henry, and their their falls, unfortunately, walking into 2024. I mean, this guy averaged 0.6 yards per carry. And he didn't run the ball four or five times. He ran the ball 16 times for nine yards. He averaged 0.6 yards per carry. He doesn't have it between the tackles. He doesn't have the ability anymore. He's 29 years old. He can still get out in open space and, and get momentum and be an absolute, you know, force 
for a player to get a touch, get a long touchdown. But good God, this this was an awful display. Has no power, not anything close to what what he used to. He he is definitely going to be a player to avoid next year. He was a player that 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 scraped together an amazing little run. Like middle of the year, everybody was worried about him. He's kind of scraping points together. And then he kept doing it. And he kept doing it. And he's actually ranking inside the top 10 running backs. I believe even after this game, he's still lingering right inside the top 10. So at, at the end of the day, on, on, on his face, he's done really well considering. But, but getting this far and then crapping out is the big fear. Like unless you bought him or drafted him and enjoyed the ride up until last week or the week prior, and you sold him before your trade deadline, and now you got out from underneath this this collapse, then it really didn't do you any good if he's going to crap the bed at the end of the season. But but definitely, definitely an avoid for next year. But you know, hats off to him for what he's done so far this year. It's been an absolute uh, glorious ride. But he's done. He, I mean, he's done. Camara had a disappointing game. I mean, it's, it, it was it was decent. It was decent, but disappointing in terms of what we expected. It was still 100 total yards, and it was still in PPR, five PPR points. It was a nice little number by the end of the day if you played in full PPR. But we were hoping for a bigger game, of course, because this is, you know, this is the, the first round of the playoffs. But still, very ser- serviceable uh, outing for Kamara. It just wasn't what anybody had wanted and then let's let's get the elephant uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room because i know a lot of people are going to come in here i've already seen a lot of youtube comments on this one that smitty are you gonna finally admit he's not good smitty are you gonna finally admit are you gonna stop shoveling out devon achan content and are you you gonna adjust and adapt and, and stop saying to start him he's startable if you're gonna go from him being a top five six and maybe you never thought he was running back to not even your flex running back, you're overreacting to the extreme. You were going a little bit too far to remove this guy from starting lineups. If you want to regulate him as a flex play going forward, I can understand why. Especially if you got a really loaded squad. you got Kyrens and Camaras. you play in a grandma league, whatever the case may be. But this guy doesn't fall to the bench. He was still very serviceable. He had about 30 to 40 yards called back on on penalties. If anybody's not box score bobbing this thing, he absolutely would have had about a 90 to 100 total yard game. He he definitely would have had another reception. It would have been about a a 15-point affair had those two plays not been called back. And especially that last run before he walked off the field, he ripped off about a 20, 25-yard run. And they called it back. It was a run or a reception. It may have been a run. I forget. I think it was a run. And, you know, box score bobbies are going to come in and just say, he's not startable. He this and that. He's still startable. Uh, Is our expectation going to shift? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean he can't still be the number one running back on any given Sunday. This is the man that has the highest fantasy football scoring week. Maybe McCaffrey. I don't think McCaffrey even beat him this week. If McCaffrey did, then he's second. But I'm pretty sure he still holds the highest fantasy football running back total on the season. This is still a guy that was in the top five running backs for three straight weeks. And if you want to regulate him to your bench, you go ahead. (laughs) I'm not. And if you think that I'm going to sit here and tell you he's garbage after a, 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 a mediocre performance, not even the worst performance ever, it was still salvageable. 
it was still a, a, a 10 point game for somebody. It's not what you want. But, it, you know, Zamir White having 15 points and HN having 10 is not as big of a difference as it feels. But for anybody that thinks I'm going to come in here and say, yeah, let's go ahead and bench Devon HM moving forward, you got another thing coming. Because those are the same people that put Jameer Gibbs on the bench walking into this week because Jameer Gibbs had four amazing games in a row and his last three games prior to this week were garbage to, to this standard. He had these kind of games. Jameer Gibbs had these kind of games three games in a row leading into this week and the people that jump ship because they're overreacting Oscars, they're impatient Ians and they don't they think everybody has to blow up or they go to the bench. Oh, he didn't have a good game, go to the bench. Didn't have a good game, go to the bench. That's <laughs> not me. If you think I'm going to do that, you got another thing coming. Um Gibbs to Saturn, absolutely. Saturn. <laughs> Gibbs Laporte and Amon Ra kicked this week off in a magnificent fashion. And I have nothing, nothing on my board working. Nothing on my board working. Let me relaunch my my soundboard. Let me relaunch everything. I have to do everything manually here. Uh, when I say manually, you don't even know what I'm talking about. But uh, let me see if I can get, I don't know where the hell all my graphics went. I set this entire show up and uh it's all gone. I, I should have restarted my computer before this video went live. Uh, Zeke Elliott crapped the bed. Jordan Love was was solid. It looked like maybe he was going to struggle a little bit, but he kind of came through. He does this. He, he waits until the end of games. 284, two touchdowns. Not a bad little outing. Not a bad little outing at all. Um, let's see here. We got, we got yeah, Kyron was phenomenal. Uh, Barkley, well, I'll get to Kyron. I'll get to Purdy. Those are coming. I'll get to Debo, our boy Debo. Uh, nine carries for 14 yards out of out of Saquon. Two catches for 23 yards. This is what we talked about. He can go, you know, ape, ape shiat and have 40 points one week. But this offense is so bad. If he returns, let me just say this. Let me put Barkley back on the screen. If he returns to 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 uh, New York because he says he wants to he wants to retire there. He wants to play in New York his whole career. Which I don't know if it's just him talking to the fans and trying to. If that's really how he feels, he's not a very, I would say, astute businessman. Because his body's his business. Where he plays football is business. That's not personal. That's business. And if he thinks that New York is the place for him to be, he's not very astute as to what's good for his career. So I hope that's just a bunch of jargon. I hope that's just fan speak to keep his fan base happy. I hope this guy understands that he needs to go elsewhere. Because if he goes back to New York, it's more of the same. And he's an injury-prone player to boot, so he will be an absolute 100,000% avoid for me. It'll be fun to talk about it. And again, just to rehash this, because there are a lot of people talking about Bijan that might have just entered the chat. This is, this is extremely disappointing. There's no way around this. There's no way around having to, to sit here and say, okay, every time I look at this, I want to vomit. And, and the the everyday Arthur Smith is still there. I, I just I, I want to. I just my head wants to explode. It's disgusting. And there's nothing there's nothing any of us can do about it. And and the only thing we can do is case by case decide whether he should be your first bench player or your flex play. And that's solely dependent on how much value you have 
on your bench and, and on your squad. Because some of you, this guy can't sniff your lineup. This is not this is not a chan situation either. This is not the same as a chan having a mediocre day. A chan absolutely looked great at times during the game. A chan had about thirty to forty yards uh, called back on penalties, on offensive line holding penalties that made me want to just I was screaming. I didn't want to I didn't want to scream. I did scream, screaming at the TV, practically throwing things because a chan would have had about 90, 100 total yard game. And he didn't because they called back about 30 yards, maybe 35 yards uh, of, of big runs on A-Chan. And, and box score bobbies don't know that because box score bobbies are here to just say, hey, what's the box score say, Smitty? Uh, I told you, A-Chan's not benchable. If you think A-Chan's benchable, you didn't watch the game. And you're being a box score bobby. This is a benchable player right here. I'm not saying I'm benching him in every league. I'm not saying I won't, I won't take the ship straight down into the middle of the sea. It depends on my team. It depends on what I got. But what I will say are some of the angry Anguses that come into the chat and say, Oh, Smitty, you lost my league because of Bijan. What about all the other players you should have on your roster? You got to stop blaming other people because you didn't win your week or because of this or that. Like, you needed to have... Where's Debo? Why isn't Debo on your roster? Where's, where's, uh, where's Mahomes? Where's... All these other players, where's Laporta? Where's Gibbs? You know, for every for every two Gibbs players, we, we were gonna have a Bijan. It's gonna happen. We can't be perfect perfect. We can't land everything on this channel. We're not going to. We're never going to. Injuries are gonna strike some of our biggest predictions. Injuries like Aaron Rodgers' Achilles injury, which took down two of our biggest predictions on this channel, and we still managed to have a fantastic year and still are. This is a this is a debacle. This is a blunder right now. I admit it. I wish I could have seen it coming. There weren't signs of this coming because if you really broke it down like I did statistically, not just with your gut, but why does this situation look good? Arthur Smith on paper walking into the season with what he did with Algier, the amount of times, 593 or whatever the hell it was, 563 rushing attempts, this had magic written all over it but it is something that we know now that we want nothing to do with if arthur smith is in atlanta we're gonna have an adjustment as to where our expectation is for him and maybe the expectation for everybody else will be so much lower he'll be an attractive third round pick who the hell knows where this guy's going in 2024 uh yeah keith mitchell um devastating injury keith mitchell God, it, it was such a shame to see Keith Mitchell go down in this game. Um, he was having a nice little game, you know, in spots, just looking elusive. But uh, Keith Mitchell suffered a knee injury. It, it appears to be, uh, it appears to be a torn. I, I imagine he's done for the year. There's reports already coming in that he's done for the year, but we'll wait until we got a little bit more confirmation. But he looks like he's probably done for the year. Uh, more on that, but Keith Mitchell, prayers up to Keith Mitchell. He's an absolute phenom. And and if he tore his ACL, it's, a lot is going to change. A lot is going to change. Dak Prescott right here, uh, crapped the bed. This is what we talked about last night. Buffalo Bills are going on a tear. The Buffalo Bills going on a tear, and, and this started going through the Dallas Cowboys. And boy, did the Buffalo Bills route the Dallas Cowboys. And the man that did it, yeah, Josh Allen was definitely a part of that. Josh Allen had a, a, a not a great yardage day, but he didn't need to. 
it wasn't like he played badly in terms of, but he had 94 yards passing, but he had two touchdowns. He had a touchdown throwing, he had 24 yards and a touchdown on the ground at the end of the day. Still a solid day for Josh Allen. Could have been a lot better if he had like 300 yards, but he didn't need to because they just ran the ball all over, down the throats of the Dallas Cowboys. And this man, James Cook, was a fantasy football savior today. James Cook, 179 and a touchdown, two of three uh, passes were caught, two, three targets, two, two receptions, 42 yards, and another touchdown. This guy was an absolute phenom. And what did we say last night? All Buffalo Bill players would go off. They didn't all go off. Diggs and uh, Gabe Davis didn't because they didn't need to throw for much yardage in this one. But at least Josh Allen and, and Cook did very, very, very well for you. Let me pull up uh, Diggs' horrible stat line. Diggs continues to sell. And I don't know if D- Diggs is done. I don't really know what's in store for this guy. He certainly thinks he's God's gift to, to football, but we haven't seen it. We don't know what he's even capable of doing. He's an older wide receiver. The drop-off is real, potentially. And if he goes somewhere else without Josh Allen, what's he going to do? How, how is he going to overcome that? 48 yards on four catches. Diggs was absolutely awful. Diggs was awful. You know who was even worse, unfortunately? And he had big game or disappointment written all over him because that's what he does. Gabe Davis, no catches. Josh Allen only had 94 yards, so you can blame Gabe Davis or you can blame the freaking flow of that game. But either way, he didn't step up. Either way, he did not have a good day. Um, Keith Mitchell again injured in this one. Um, here's a Moon Man extraordinaire that's just continuing to you know walk people into the the playoffs. Walk them through the first round. Debo Samuel four of seven. Uh, caught four passes on seven targets for 48 yards and two touchdowns. Debo has scored, what is it, like, how many touchdowns in the last, like, three or four weeks? Like, seven? He's unbelievable. Debo Samuel's absolutely, nearly single-handedly helping people advance every single week. Debo's been a freaking uh, moon man extraordinaire like I've never seen in my life. And this guy right here, Brock Purdy, needs to get his flowers. Um continues to do well doesn't matter if it's a system you can think what you want about him I'm not saying he's better than every quarterback in the National Football League but he's playing at that top five level no doubt about it and is going to be in the top three for the MVP voting and this 242 yard four touchdown game is not gonna not gonna hurt his chances of winning the NFL MVP Christian McCaffrey was an absolute superhero in this game Christian McCaffrey 18 carries for 115 and a touchdown and he added five receptions for an additional 72 yards and two touchdowns. He scored three touchdowns in this game. McCaffrey went absolutely bonkers in this game. Absolutely bonkers in this contest uh, against my Arizona Cardinals. McBride, is a is he a top five tight end? In the chat, tell me where you have McBride. Tell me where you have McBride. Is he top five? Is he top number? Is he number seven? Is he number four? Is he number three? McBride... 10 receptions for 102 yards against a very tough Niner D. And I have my Niner buddies like Raj and, and the boys saying, God, this guy is tearing us up. This guy is absolutely phenomenal. McBride looks nasty out there. This guy's uh, done it with three different quarterbacks. He's done it with every quarterback they throw at him. Doesn't matter. He's their favorite target. I think McBride's going to the freaking moon. McBride could be a moon man next year. No doubt about it. McBride is a freaking phenom. And he's only getting better. He's only going to get better, especially if he builds rapport with Kyler. Uh, Eight of eight 
111 yards and a touchdown. Another example of what Devon Achan owners, if they are going to freak out and pull the plug, are going to get this kind of effect going on. How many people are pulling the plug on Cooper Cup? How many people walked in here and said Cooper Cup is sold, Cooper Cup is done, Cooper Cup is trash, and he's returned to form? Cooper Cup continuing to look absolutely fantastic. 8 of 8, 111 yards and a touchdown. We will be very cautious of his 30-year-old rear end going into this freaking next season. I'll tell you that right now. Because this guy this guy with Diggs, Diggs, Henry, Eckler, Kelsey, Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen. A lot of reasons to be fearful of 30-plus-year-old wide receivers, older wide receivers dropping off. But Cooper Cup this year? doesn't matter that doesn't matter right now what matters right now is Cooper Cup is on fire and more of a reason again to sit here and go hey you know I'm pulling the plug on HN what you pulled the plug on Cooper Cup how'd that work out because it's the same thing oh I pulled the plug on plug on Gibbs how'd that work out um I think we're pretty close to covering every single... Oh, no, this this monster right here. Kyron Williams. Is he a top five pick? If we're drafting today for, for next year... Um, uh, let's see here. You got to admit... The Fly says... How about Fly? How about you go too, then, Fly? You, you don't like the channel? Then leave. No one, no one wants... Nobody wants anyone here... That says that this channel is an L or the people in here are L's. I don't care so much what you say to me. But when you say something about the community, you're gone. You're gone. So go ahead. If you don't like this channel, speak up. Speak negatively about the community. And we'll get you out of here because this is going to be a positive environment. There's a lot of reasons to talk about why we doubt players. It's okay if someone doesn't like A-Chan. No one's getting kicked out because they don't like A-Chan. You get kicked out because you're a disrespectful person in a community of very positive people. So, the fly wants to talk crap about the community being a big L, then you don't have to be here. And, and my mods can let me know if I miss somebody that's saying something like that, Travis, uh, or any of my mods, let me know, please. And we'll take care of it immediately. Kyron Williams... Fantastic. Kyron Williams, 27 carries, 152, and a touchdown. And the Rams' Week 15 win as they go on their wild card hunt. And five receptions for three additional yards. What, what an amazing, what an amazing freaking guy. Where are we drafting this guy? Can, can I hear a, not first round, we know he's a first rounder. Is he number two? Overall, number three overall, number four overall, number five overall, number seven overall, number ten overall. G- give me your give me your ranking for where we're drafting Kyron in twenty twenty four. Redraft drafts right now if we're drafting. D- uh, drop it right now. Drop it right now. And I know a lot of other people are are. are uh, Kyron, Kyron, first round ADP next season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kyron, first round ADP next season. First round for sure. Um, no doubt about it. But first round doesn't do it justice. What pick is he? 
Number eight, Ray G says five. Uh, Heated says eight. Tommy says top five. He's at least top ten, says Christopher Smith. Christopher Smith, where you been, bro? We need you here more often, pal. Uh, El Goat says seven. Ryan says six to nine. Uh, uh, Warrior, or what was that? War says uh, five to five to ten. Or Ryan, I said six to six to nine. DeBalt says top five. Jumping John says late first. Pick seven says young. Freaking phenom. Freaking phenom. But look at this line from Kyron. All right, I think I've got all the. Uh, Freaking phenomenal game out of Brock Purdy. CD Lamb, I didn't do CD Lamb. CD Lamb had uh, seven of 10, 53, and, a, and and rushed one time for three yards and a touchdown. So he got his touchdown. Dak looked off, looked awful. Dak sold. Dak turned into a pumpkin, just like I warned he could. You know, I'm not saying Dak can't rebound and the Cowboys can't still look really, really good. But as we talked about last night and going into this week, that the Cowboys hype it, it always crashes. They're a lot of times, paper tigers, similar similar to how the Vikings are in the playoffs, paper tigers each year. It it's just the way it is, and the Cowboys the same way, and Dak's the same way. Everybody calls him. If you remember last year, there's a string of games people loved Dak Prescott. Then he went on a bad tear, and everybody said he was garbage. People pretended they didn't say Dak was amazing, and now Dak looks like he's human. Um. Not saying he doesn't bounce back. Not saying to worry about CeeDee Lamb. Not saying that this team can't win a playoff game. I'm not saying this team can't win two playoff games. But they certainly are not winning the Super Bowl. I don't believe. They certainly can bounce back. Teams can have bad games. I've said that before too. I don't want to sound hypocritical when I say, look at the Niners. They look like a bad team for three straight games. They bounce back. Look at the Miami Dolphins. They were struggling and now they look pretty on point right now, even without Tyreek Hill. That happens. That's okay. I'm just saying Dak Prescott is human. I think his MVP candidacy (laughs) definitely took a hit today. And uh, I don't know. I I still like Dak. I still like Dak. I'm I'm not a Dak hater by any means. It's just, um, it's it's just something that you know. When everybody said, "Oh, the Josh Allen and the boys can't come in and and, and route the the Cowboys as they try," and Josh Allen and the, and the Bills claim a tough to get but possible wild card spot or division win, which probably less likely now because the Miami Dolphins won. But Josh Allen, his Hopes and dreams of making the playoffs didn't get harder. They got easier, but the division win definitely is not really within reach anymore. So that that the Dolphins look fantastic right now. The Dolphins look fantastic. They're very much like the Cowboys, though. The Dolphins could get could get beat beat on any given Sunday. Uh, McBride, Cooper Cup, Gabe Davis, Diggs, Kyron, McCaffrey, Brock, uh, Lamb, James Cook. I'm making sure I got uh, everybody covered. I had all these players on my screen, ready to go, and then and then my system just crapped um and it's not i know i always have a system problems it's not my state-of-the-art um computer system everything's uh amazing it's just i i do a lot i'm running a lot of different things on here and i gotta restart constantly and and upgrade and install things and i think i got everything covered let me hit these super chats that have been sitting here brofist brad with a 20 dollars hauler brofist appreciate you my guy dropping a 20 watt on screen alert super chat alert 
Alert. Super chat. Brofist, appreciate you. Smitty down 142 to 58. <sighs> His team's done the scoring. I had DK Walker and Goddard left. Top PPR. Are you saying there's a chance? Probably not. But, I mean, bro, you know, I know people say that fantasy's half luck. I don't think it's half luck at all. I think it's it's 75% skill. And, and not just what you know, but how good you are at, at pulling in info, discarding info, sorting through info. Just because, you know, somebody says somebody's going to be great doesn't mean that you didn't have a lot to do with assessing whether that take was correct. Because as I always tell you in the offseason, 25% of everything I say is going to be wrong. And that goes for every, I mean, most content creators are not going to even get that. That's just me being honest. That's just anybody coming in and saying there's 0% chance you're getting even 90% of what you say correct. You just can't. On some seasons, you'll get less than 75 if you're in a position like mine. The The goal is to be as accurate as you can. A lot of the questions you get asked half the time are 50-50 calls anyway. The odds of you being 50-50 on the questions are, are super high. Um, but fantasy's not all luck, half luck. It's about 75% skill. Again, that skill encompassing what you know, what you predict, what you hear, how you take the information, how you digest it, how you organize it in your brain, how you decide to draft with it. All that's included in the intelligence and the the the, the, the strategy. Um, but there is a 25% amount of luck, and I think most of that's bad luck, not good luck. It, it's just that, you know, do you face this person? Do you have an injury? Do you have Aaron Rodgers go down and impact your Brees Hall. Do you have? Uh, do you face the highest scoring team every single week, and you have the best team in your league, and you don't even make the playoffs? That kind of twenty-five percent luck can crush a season, uh, a season or two. But I can tell you this: you play in three or four leagues, and you try and get better every single year. You will not be knocked out of all three or four of your contests. You will bring one championship home. You'll br- you'll at least go to one title game. You'll still have an absolute successful season if you're doing three or four leagues because bad luck can't take out four diversified teams that you work your butt off uh, using a lot of intelligence and and dissecting and 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 knowledge building. So, uh appreciate you Brofist for dropping the 20. Get ready January 1 and if your season's over, bro, I don't know if this is your only league or what. But Underdog Fantasy, you can draft for week 16 only. Do that. Um, link is right here. I'll drop it in the live chat right now. But make sure you guys, if you feel like your season's in the crapper or you just want something else to play for, hit that link. Hit that link in the live chat. Hit the link in the description if you're watching the replay or, or enter code Smitty and draft a week 16 only contest using all the knowledge you have right now. Christopher Smith in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Smitty, my most points scored in my entire fantasy league this week i am not in the playoffs but always next year gibbs to the freaking to freaking saturn thanks for all your advice this year you are the goat of fantasy football content thank you pal appreciate you christopher smith is an absolute monster christopher smith alert super chat alert christopher appreciate you my bro uh so good to see you in here too you have you've been a little bit missing the last couple weeks and we're like where's christopher smith that where's christopher smith that dallas a sports fan with a 20 dollar hauler and uh casillo with a 20 dollar hauler dallas sports fan i'm gonna give you guys bunk bed 20 dollar hauler sesh right here alert super chat alert 
Uh, dollar bills on the left are for Dallas. Dollar bills on the right um, are going to be for Casillo. So. Alert. Super chat alert. Dallas says, even though some of the moon men didn't pan out, don't let that prevent you from being less bold in your next predictions next year. Don't worry. And and for those that crap on the moon men list or whatever, like the other thing that people need to understand, like, first of all, we've got a lot of moon men going crazy, going, you know, ape shiat right now. B- Debo, uh, uh, Gibbs. I, I mean, just because Bijan, just because Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, some of those are injury and coaching related. Those aren't necessarily skill assessment. This isn't getting it wrong in terms of the talent level. Those things happen, and we'll adjust and adapt to the best of our ability walking into next year. I will do my very best to account for more red flags, and I always promise you, just like I think you should promise me, you'll always work to get better at everything you do relating to fantasy football. That means drafting, trading, managing, ad drops, research, uh, accounting for risk, all that. I need to do that too. I need to learn every single year. I need to improve upon my weaknesses. I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect analyst. I'm not a perfect predictor, as you're alluding to, and I agree with that. I'm not going to maybe factor in the likelihood of this, that, or the other, and I need to do more of that. But what I will tell you is walking into the season, I'm taking red flag assessment a little differently and we're going to start weighting things a little differently, but nothing's going to really change other than we're adding Saturn men to Saturn to the list. Yeah, we got our moon men, we got our Mars men, and now we got the elite of the elite, the Saturn men. So yeah, we're changing. We're adding to it, Dallas. So absolutely appreciate you. Thank you for your super chat. And January 1, it all kicks off. Our first Saturn man, you can probably guess who it is. Our first Saturn man drops on January 1. The Saturn Man list drops January 1. Mars Man, Moon Man. In that order of, of excellence. Smitty, I doubted some of your picks, but I stuck to the plan. That's two years. You've massively helped me. Much thanks. Appreciate you, Casillo, for dropping the $20 wad on my, on, my, uh, on my show, my recap show here on Week 15, pal. Appreciate you, bro. So sad my season is over after three back-to-back championships appearances and two ships. Uh, had Fields, Bijan, and Ridley... That really TD you would have won. That was it, that was disgusting. That was a touchdown. Even the re, the rules analysis. What's his name? Uh, Terry, whatever the hell his name is. He even said that was a touchdown. They didn't give that touchdown to Ridley. That was horse crap. That was garbage. Absolute garbage. Eric, I'm sorry you lost based on that Ridley touchdown. That's disgusting. But we got you, January one, pal. Heating up podcast bench Ayuk. Have Amon Ra Rice and Noah Brown read Odell. Look, Reed and uh, Ayuk are pretty close, but keep in mind that Ayuk kind of rotates blowing up. Man, I'm not going to probably sit Ayuk. I, I'd be honest. To be honest with you, I, I feel, I'd start him pretty confidently. Arthur Smith doesn't know how to use Bijan. I'm lost. Bro, we're all feeling that same way, and I, w- I wish there was something we could do about it, but we just got to wait for him to get fired. Hopefully he gets fired tomorrow. Um, is there nobody in the Falcons front office questioning why they don't use such a high value? I don't understand. And, and I probably have a video on this specifically tomorrow calling for the firing of Arthur Smith. I, I think that needs a compartmentalized standalone video. Connor, nice, uh, uh, nice day starting him over Eckler. Connor does look solid, man. 
and he does this from time to time. He can be banged up, he can be injured, but when he's healthy, he looks pretty pretty solid. And the Cardinals like to run him, which is the most important part. Now, next year, I don't know what's in store for him. I don't I don't really have a lot of future value uh, interest in him. But um, this year is this year, you know. Goff, Chandler, Connor, Singletary, Palmer, Houston getting 130.5, second highest score in the league. I'm up 98 to 82 with AJB still to go. I'm still good. Appreciate you, Hoosiers, checking in. Glad you're still winning. Thank you for the super chat. And Johnny Cause, appreciate you. Uh, do you think Devontae Smith gets over eight fantasy points tomorrow night? If if Hurts plays, yes. And I do believe Hurts will play. It's a pretty important game right now. Dallas losing <laughs> means that the Eagles want to win this game. I think Jalen Hurts goes out there. Anybody that sat Jalen Hurts and started some other quarterback could have worked out if you had Purdy. Purdy was a great play. A lot of you had, hey, should I start Purdy now or wait on Hurts? And we wavered on that one. There were a couple of you I said, go ahead. And there were a couple of you that called in and I said, you know, what would I do? I, 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 it's hard for me to sit Hurts. Even though Purdy exploded, we knew he could do that against the Cardinal, Cardinals. Hurts could have four touchdowns as well. Like, let's not pretend like Hurts hasn't played yet. Or ha- like he's played yet, because he hasn't played yet. Um, let's see here. All right, let's open the phone lines for a little bit. I don't know how long we'll be here tonight. Um, I'm building a grill in the backyard. I'm a little tired from today, but let's go ahead and open the phone line. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Uh, restarted the system without restarting my computer. It looks like I got some of my stuff back. So open the, the phone line briefly. Not Not a lot of calls tonight. Not a lot of calls tonight. Bijan, Brees, Hall, Cooper, man. So sorry about this, bro. I hope you still won, Gummy. God, Bijan. There was such an opportunity for Bijan to have an amazing finish to this season, too. You know? I, I don't... I, there's nothing you... There's nothing anybody could have done to see Arthur Smith do what Arthur Smith did to Bijan. To be honest with you, all the stats were in favor of this being an excellent landing spot. Uh, thanks, Johnny. Appreciate you for the super chat. And Jaime, $10 super chat. Hertz did uh, Stafford over Hertz. He did okay. Yeah, he did okay. Bijan, 0.4. Diggs, 8.8. Thanks, Smitty. My opponent had Chase, Ayuk, Ingram, Ridley, and I won 115 to 106 anyway. Round two, here I come. I love it, man. I love it. Congrats on that, pal. Uh, let's go over to Theo from Illinois. Theo, you're live. Yeah, I won by... 40 points this week. Atta boy, bro. See, that. it's uh, all about having. It's all about having enough players to compensate when, like, that's it, the funniest part about people getting so pissed off about H, uh, HN or Bijan this week and, and and coming for the the neck of everybody around them, including me. Which I don't care. But when you come to my for my community and say this community took an L, everybody in here's an L for liking Bijan. Ha ha ha! You're not going to be in here. We're going to get rid of you. That's not because you have a different opinion. It's because you're a negative person and you're trying to rile up people and you're trying to be a mean person to a very amazing chat. And I'm not going to put up with that. But here's the thing, bro. Achan doing bad, Bijan doing bad. You still have other pieces, and you're not you're not ever going to have all of your pieces firing off together. If you do, you have a 250 point week, which is very rare. You know to have one of those big <laughs> games, but you have to be able to account for players not necessarily stepping up, and you had that. So congrats on winning, bro. Yeah, neither one of you scored ten points. So. 
the rest of my team definitely made up for it. Um, with Chase, do you think he'll be back by week 17? And um, Keaton Mitchell, I don't know if you talked about it, but he's out for the season. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he's he's probably is. I think they're going to do some more testing, but it looks like it's going to probably be an ACL, torn ACL. The the reason I say that it's probably a torn ACL, and I don't know for sure, it could be it could be a couple other things, but um, it could be like meniscus and all that too. It could be worse than a torn ACL. Is usually there are two things that you know. There are a couple things that you can know for for certain, but there are two very common injuries you know the person has done without doing a single X-ray or imaging, and that's an Achilles tear, like Aaron Rodgers had, because you can you can yeah. a you can see it in the video shake and it snaps, but you can also tell because there's the foot movement. You have no ability to like pull the foot up and and you can feel it. It's torn. Uh, the other thing's an ACL. Because you can do a, a test where they have you sit on a table, you bend your leg, kind of like when they hit your knee with that little thing to make your, your knee pop up and, and react. Um, they just put your leg in that position and, and tug on it. And if there's lax in the knee joint, then the ACL is not there to support it, hence the lax you know, knee. So they probably did those tests and said your, your ACL is gone. But but we'll do further tests. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's torn, but it could heal. And that's usually like not... If you tear it enough, you're you know you might be able to have um, some some you know natural like repair of it, some healing of it. But usually, when someone tears their ACL a significant amount at all, to the point where there's lax involved, even if the ACL is still intact, it's just stretched out. It's still useless because you have the lax the lax in the knee. So if if this is the ACL and they pull on your knee, let's say your knee your ACL went like this and then now it's just like loose well it's like imagine it bending and just not even being of use at all so if you have laxing your knee and the acl is still there they just have to rip it out cut it out and put a new one in anyway doesn't matter if it's intact just stretched out it's useless so probably done yeah which is horrible because um you know what you know what's going to piss me off about this more than anything this keep mitchell injury is everybody's going to yeah. think that they're going to start talking about A-Chan. They're going to start talking about Keith Mitchell. They're going to start talking about their size. And it's like torn ACLs and knee injuries. They're not, they're not, most of the time in these two cases, they're not about the player being small. Like anybody's knee yeah. is going to tear when another player lands on their knee a certain way. It's just ridiculous. And it's going to give the little running backs like Keith Mitchell four, three, was four three four or four three three or whatever thirty or forty time, Devon Achan four three two forty give these speedy amazing running backs uh, a bad rap and I hope it doesn't get infected into the NFL thinking. I don't care if fantasy worlds want to doubt smaller running backs like that, but Mitchell was on the rise, man, and it sucks. It sucks because guess what? He's yeah. not going to be elite next year. He's not. He's, he doesn't have he enough had, time. He had. Eight rushes or nine rushes for 73 yards. He was a hell explosive today. Yeah, so. he's looking great. Sucks to see him go down. He's looking great. Good for Gus Bus owners. Not good that he's hurt, but I mean, good usage is coming the way of Gus Bus owners for the next couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what, what, what? Anything next, else, Theo? Um, 
No, I just wanted to say you helped me make the championship. So I appreciate you, you, man. I appreciate the pot. You know, there's going to be a lot of, like, off of a week like this, there's going to be a lot of negativity in the chat. It's natural. It happens all the time. And I don't need anybody to say, Smitty, it's okay. Don't listen to the hit. Like, I doesn't, like, this comes with the territory. It doesn't really bother me probably as much as it seems. I'm worked up. I'm passionate. But this is the nature of what I do. Like, I'm not, it doesn't throw me off or anything like that. It, it sometimes I get frustrated, I, I guess, to the point where I'm passionate about it, but I'll be fine. Believe me, I'm more worried about your guys' teams. I'm more worried about the person that didn't have Bijan step up and they didn't have enough firepower, or they did, it just all didn't go right. I, I care about every single one of your teams before I care about any of my teams. Somebody in my Instagram was like, when I said Kelsey's don't draft Kelsey next year, I have an Instagram post on it. And the guy's like, do you own Kelsey? He was like trying to bait me and trick me. He first asked a question and yeah. I was kind enough to reply to him. He said, "Did you do you own Kelsey this year? And I said, yeah, I own him in a couple of leagues. You know, I don't know if you think you're going to get me or something. And he, and he goes, oh, he goes, yeah, well, it sounds like you're just bitter because you own him. And it's just like the last thing in the world I care, like truly, the last thing in the world I care about are my teams. I care about your teams. I care about the success of the predictions and this channel more than I could ever care about one of my teams. Um, that th- th- my team, I don't care. I don't care if I win a, a little league. I don't care. I, like if I was in the the, the championship of a twenty, fifty, hundred thousand million dollar pro, I'm sure I'd take that league a little a little more seriously than normal. But like literally, I I don't. I'm I try and bring the most unbiased take to the table. And that's why it frustrates me a little bit when people think me sticking to A-chan or talking about A-chan in a positive way still, people think it's a ruse. People think it's related to me owning him. People think it's related to a prediction that I've had, that I'm just sticking to my guns or digging my heels in. Very rarely do I ever double down Donnie on predictions because I'm in that state of mind of doubling down and just trying to be right. I have changed directions before very quickly on players that I've liked and supported. Kenneth Walker was one of them. That was a hard thing to do, but I came in and I said, we might need to start looking at trading Kenneth Walker. That, that didn't feel good, but it, it was, it, it was the God's honest truth, you know? So, so believe me, if I don't think a Chan is good, I will tell you, and for everybody that thinks, and, and there's a comment on my YouTube, one of my other videos saying, Smitty, are you going to finally stop? Please tell me you're not coming into the live stream and telling somebody to start A-Chan next week. What an overreacting Oscar comment. What an over, should you maybe assess, maybe he's not a top five play. Maybe he's not in your running back one consideration anymore. I understand that. Especially you got Kamara, you got Kyron. Maybe he's not in your running back two situation anymore because you got Kamara, you got Kyron. Like, you got players like that. But should you be going from him being in contention of being as good as those guys and trying to figure out who your running back one is? Is it Kyron? Is it A-Chan? Now A-Chan's not in that conversation. Not because he can't be. Not because he can't like Gibbs three weeks ago. Or, or, or the last three weeks before this week, Gibbs was doing what everybody's afraid A-Chan is doing. Where are those Gibbs haters now? There were there were Gibbs haters all up and down the chat during his three-game drought before this week. Those those owners cannot be found. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I mean, there was a handful of um, must-start running backs this week that underperformed greatly. So, 
not too worried about it. Yeah, and this and this is another this is another good way to assess this without trying to like find a way to explain it like you're trying to just be a, a an HN apologist is that HN got like a semi rest day. It was a flow thing that got up big. They 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 took him out of the game because after he ripped off about a 20 to 25 yard run that they called back. There was another 10 or 15 yard run that they called back. There was another potential play that should have I think it was a reception. Literally, he would have had a 15-point game. Literally, he would have had Zamir White's stat line. It just maybe balanced differently. Everybody else would not have been talking. Do, does everybody is everybody excited about what Zamir White brought? Now the, expect, the expectation for Zamir Zamir White was different. I get it, but Zamir White had like a 15.5 to 16.5 game, depending on your scoring. That's what HM would have had if those two plays didn't call back. Now, what it should have could have you could go through everybody's stat line and say, well, that get that got called back or that didn't. Like all I'm saying is, you everybody can do what they want, but if someone thinks I'm gonna respond yes when they say, "Are right, tell me you're gonna stop promoting Achan as a starter," um, tell me that you probably sat Gibbs this week without telling me you probably sat Gibbs this week. If you're a three week reacting Roger, um, all right, all right. What else you got, Theo? And then I gotta I gotta go to the next caller. No, that was it. Thank you. All right, hey, appreciate you, bro. Adjust expectations. Yeah, thank you. Adjust expectations, guys. Adjust maybe where you rank them. Adjust where you rank Bijan. But Achan and Bijan are, are worlds apart in terms of their future value in weeks 16 and 17. If you think Bijan and Achan are in the same boat right now, you, you your box score bobbying this thing. Uh, Ethan, the negative. Smitty, uh, in terms of like the the rookie frustration with the coaching, you know, and not seeing talent and utilizing it. Like the Packers, Lucas Van Ness, he had a sack today and they pulled him out of the game. Like, right, you know, right after, oh, we only put him in certain packages. Yet he sacked Justin Fields week one, ran him down. And I don't know, I, I just get frustrated. It's like, we, I think the Packers, they didn't deserve T.J. Watt because they wouldn't have utilized them. I, I don't, it's frustrating when uh, they do that to rookies, you know. Yeah, so there, there, a couple things. Um, there has to be some sort of uh, keeping track and tallying some of these coaching decisions, and some, some of it's an offensive coordinator decisions, it, it, you know. Like like Pittsburgh, for example, it's really hard to trust their talent assessment when they have Jalen Warren on their roster and they don't they already anointed him the starter and then they lost track in sight of that and now they're not using Jalen Warren to the full extent of Jalen Warren's capabilities. So like that, that not using him like Kyron. Yeah, yeah, use him like Kyron. He he could do similar things, not the exact same thing. Kyron's special. Well, who's making all that noise? What is that you, Ethan? What are you doing? It sounds like you're eating. No, I don't think so. Is that Jermaine? Is that uh, River? I'm Who, muting. I'm muting. It's me. Okay, okay. It sounds like somebody's uh, eating, like, uh, uh, I don't know, it's something in a wrapper while they're, while they're, oh, Florida wind. Okay. That makes sense. Oh. That's, is, oh, yeah, that's Jermaine, that Jermaine in Florida. Got okay. Drake London. I mean, what do we, t- what do we talk about on, on the, on the weather? Um, so to, to, to my earlier point and to the point of Ron Navy and Amy's point early, uh, after that, weather, as I said 
all yesterday and the day before weather, 90% of the time is overblown. 90% of the time is overblown. And then like Ron and Amy said about that Jaguar game in Florida, specifically where Jermaine is, um, that weather did calm down in enough time, which, which is why you didn't see me talk a single bit about really weather on the Saturday night show or even the day, uh, the day of this morning um, when we talked about the start bench. Weather wasn't even coming out of my mouth. I, I, I didn't say a single thing about that one. I didn't say a single thing about weather this week in the in the start bench show. Uh, start bench shows essentially. And any time I was asked about it, I said we gotta wait. We gotta wait until I hear something crazy. I'm not even. I don't even consider weather. You know, I don't even consider consider weather. Now in that Jaguar game, as as I talked to with Ron and we were discussing it, there were reports of potentially 34 mile an hour gusts. If the gust winds of 34 mile an hour winds were going to be reported walking into the game, I know that that the people in Florida say, you know, I've heard this from more than just Amy and from from Ron, that don't go with whatever the report is because it'll change quickly. And I do I do agree that that's the likelihood probably in Florida. If I'm told there's 90 there's 34 mile an hour gusts like right before the game, I'm going to have to suggest people consider it. But for the most part. And this doesn't go for Florida. That that was the Florida the uh, topic we had la- last night, which mm-hmm. totally worked out the way that that Amy and Ron were saying. But in general, you'll never hear me discuss weather like other people. I just don't care, unless it's wind gusts of twenty five plus it's mile an hour kickers. winds. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Is it going to rain a little bit? Boo hoo. Is it going to have a little bit of snow? Well, what is the quarterback? I mean, I there, there's some. 10% of the time there's there's weather being reported, I might react. But has there been one game that's been drastically affected by weather yet this year and we're in this it's December 17? Not I mean the, the snow starts falling and in uh, there's a lot of situations that could come up here very shortly, but so many people freak out about weather. I can't tell you how many people go smooth that's going to be a weather game. I'll wait I'll wait and find out what the day of weather is. And the day of weather did not scare me in the Jacksonville game. Day of. That's why I didn't say anything on the start bench show. Night before, I wanted, I did want to hear it because I was hearing 34-mile-an-hour 34, 34 gusts could be possible. But just don't don't trust weather. Like, um, don't trust weather reports or, or content creators that start talking about weather on, on Thursday. Like, you got to wait. And and only and only you only hear me talk about it if there's wind gusts, uh, kickers, care Smitty. Not unless there's wind gusts. I don't care. I don't care about kicker weather. I don't care about any weather for anything unless there's wind gusts of like twenty five plus mile an hour winds, five to ten mile an hour wind. I don't care. And sometimes that weather is even reported outside the stadium where the wind is certainly going to be 10 miles per hour but then inside this dome there's you know this open dome there's no there's no wind <laughs> it's like ah uh, it's it's crazy people factor in weather it's it's disgusting all right ethan anything else and i gotta get these four super oh, chats on uh, screen i want to um i i say uh we we boycott the the preseason because i think the preseason is the biggest lie I mean, look at Stroud. I mean, he got picked off by uh, New England. It was like, oh, this guy's going to suck. And then uh, even A-Chan. A-Chan was running with the twos. 
and he was getting slammed around and then you know and all of a sudden then he emerged because like oh he's not running with the twos you know it's just or we had Dotson go off for like 10 receptions in a quarter or something it's just i don't know it's a i i, I can't watch the preseason it's a killer all right you, you got to learn to take in yeah. what's what's good and what's and, and let go of what what doesn't factor in it's it, it's a little bit of an art form to be honest it took me Probably took me ten years to really understand what to absorb for the preseason, and even then, I don't get it right all the time. Sometimes I will let something infect my thinking, and then it ends up not being the case. Let me give you a case in point. Where did I fail this preseason? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield trash. Yo, Remem- yeah, remember when yeah, I? Re- I did too. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there's going to be failures. I'm not. I'm not. I'm again. I'm not going to be perfect on anything, but that is an admitted failure of mine using preseason bad. You know, probably good reporting that that Trask and Baker were, and there was video footage of it too. So it wasn't like someone was reporting it and I was regurgitating it. Mm-hmm. With my own eyes, I saw Baker and Trask throwing over the heads of wide receivers seven yards down the field, and there was multiple, and it was just like it looked awful. But Baker ended up, yeah, he's been balling. And Baker looks good. Evans yeah. has been on fire, and that, and, and admittedly, that's probably why I wasn't as high on Rash- Rashad White. You won't find a content creator higher on Rashad White than this channel last year. But you know, fail on my part to not continue that hype into this season because, and, and you know, we we obviously open got open minded really quick on Rashad White. It's not like we've hated on him at all. He's yeah. an absolute phenom. I hated him before, but the but now he's. Yeah, but but preseason I should have been higher on him because I let that infect me. Those are those are some things you get. Rashad White is by far and away, you know, one of the most talented top five or six receiving backs, if not inside the top five receiving backs in the National Football League. It's gonna be exciting to see where Rashad White goes. But his talent level is why he was a moon man in 2022 to begin with. Um, another oh. another Moon Man graduate success story. Rashad White is everything that we ever hoped he'd be when he was a rookie, and he's blossoming like like can be, like nothing you've you know we've seen in a while. Yeah. All right, gotta go, Ethan. The negative. Appreciate right. you, bro. All right, thanks, Randy. All right, bye. all right. Um, let's see here. Uh, River, you're live. Yeah, what up, Smitty? I just wanna thank you for all the help throughout the year and. Let you know that I'm probably round two of the playoffs as long as AJ Brown doesn't get outscored by get Andre Swift by 15 points this week. So I want to thank you for that. Yeah, man. Uh, congrats on that. Yeah, I, uh, dude, I played against had Tyree Kill, so I didn't really want to win that way. But I also went out of my way to let the league commissioner know that Tyree Kill was out and the guy I was playing, he was sleeping. So yeah. Uh, well, went you, ahead and you had him move the lineup, but. You got just one league or one main league? Uh, I, got, I got like five leagues I'm in right now. I'm in the playoffs in three out of five. Yeah. Congrats, bro. Yeah, hey, I just want to say hey, it sucks for all the Tyree Kill owners out there that lost. Yeah. Me. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Sucks to go out like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's a – he's definitely – hopefully they, they got through it and they, they get him next week. And But, yeah, that's that sucks, man, when a guy's been tearing it up all year. JJ did this last year, I believe. JJ was tearing it up for people all year long, and then JJ just um, didn't he have like a really bad week, fifteen or sixteen, I forget, or both. I think it was fifteen. Yeah, it, it sucks. It happens. You know, that's part of the bad luck part—the twenty-five percent bad luck. But 
really we can control a lot and we can prepare to allow us to control what maybe we can't control um, in ways of supporting it, you know, like in, in the only thing you can't really maneuver around is if something happens in game, but, but certainly you can build your team constructed a certain way. It's going to be fun. I think my, my natural instinct walking into 2024 content will be hero running back is going to be a big draft strategy of mine. You know, just stacking a bunch of, we'll, we'll call it, you know, Rashad White, Ty Chandler, Devon Achan, like having an arsenal of those running backs. That even the Keep Mitchell deserves to be talked about here. He just because he tore his ACL doesn't mean he doesn't deserve to be talked about as a guy that did what we're talking about. He just won't be a factor next year to an extreme degree. He just won't. It sucks. But that's the way I think I'm going to build 2024. Not you should never take like I always say you go best player available. But I'm just saying, in general, my best player available tendency will definitely have a lot of hero RB. Hero RB, for anybody who doesn't know, it means you draft one elite running back within the first couple rounds, usually the first two rounds, and then you start building those other positions up. And, and then your running back, two is essentially an arsenal of, of rotational guys until you land that elite player, you know, like... Um, you know, any, any just think anybody that was drafted outside the top like five six rounds that becomes an elite player for you, and now you've got the starter. So that that'll be a nice strategy. But best player available will still rule. That's just my rule of thumb in general. I don't, I shouldn't say never. I don't think my strategy, my general strategy, will ever change. But I think just like a lot of times, like uh, when I feel wide receiver heavy, some years best player available is usually naturally wide receiver. You know what I mean? So we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. Now, wide receivers crap the bed this year, hardcore. Core, running backs crap the bed, and and when I say crap the bed, some of it's injuries and that you know we couldn't prevent it. But quarterbacks got injured like crazy. Every position kind of crap the bed. I think the tight end position, other than Kelsey, was one that was very interesting how it evolved. It was like there was very few tight end options, and now you look at like twenty twenty four tight end rankings, and it's like wow. There are a lot of guys like McBride, um, Laporta. Uh, it's going to be exciting to, to rank the tight end options next year. Laporta is probably tight end one walking into 2024. I mean, he has to be right now. He has to be. And Kelsey, I, it depends how he finishes. If Kelsey has like a 100-yard game next week in a touchdown, two touchdowns and 80 yards the next week, tears it up in the playoffs we'll have another conversation at the end of the year and we'll have progressive talks about Kelsey's value as the as the postseason moves along but I don't know how he's gonna do that right now honestly and uh he so seems so distracted and and I don't know that his mind's fully you know there in terms of football thinking football preparing for football I guarantee you he's not practicing or mentally preparing the same getting on I'm, and I'm not saying he shouldn't have a life or anything like that but good god man you know it just seems like it's all falling apart and there's nothing but a big distraction going on all the time and, and everybody I think feels it you know like when when Taylor Swift's at a game or it's like that's all the announcers are showing everybody's just like tired of it and I don't know I, I Laporta's got to be the one the the tight end one he's got to be 
I, I think there's going to be a lot of other other players to consider, and the finishes will determine a lot too. But all right, hey uh, uh, River, anything else, bro? Appreciate you, bro. No, I just want to call in and say I appreciate you for helping me out this year. My team looks nothing like it did when I drafted. If it wasn't for your waiver wire videos and your trade advice, I wouldn't have. I appreciate been here you, bro. In the second round next week. So. I can't. I can't wait to do be- a better job. Even every year, I want to do a better job, and I can't wait to to, to do that in January one. Start to kick that off. I can't wait to start getting after twenty twenty four in the best way we've ever prepared for fantasy football. So get ready, River. January one, more content is produced in the off season than the, than the in season. You'll be amazed if you. If yes, this, sir, we'll uh, be there. All right, later, uh, Jermaine. You're live. Smitty, Smitty, good night, good night, man. I'm playing the commission that blew me out last week, and I'm down thirteen points, and I got AJ Brown going, and he's done. 145, not 132. What are my chances, brother? How many? I'm sorry. How many points? I didn't quite hear. How many points are you the down? The commissioner has one. The commissioner has 145. I have 132.95. So basically 13 points. Okay. And I got AJ Brown going, and he's done. You got? Is it full? Full PPR? Half PPR? Full. Full PPR. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, it, would I rather be you? Probably. But is it going to be close? Sure. I mean, I, I mean, I, do I think he gets let's let's call it seventy yards, and and uh, well, let's say does he get eighty yards and seven receptions? I I think hmm. pro- probably like that. That seems maybe he maybe he has like a a four or five reception game. So you're gonna need that yardage or a touchdown. But there's a lot of ways that this could happen. You know, you could go because. Uh, you I've been go. stressing, man. I'm like, damn, I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose to go to the 16th round. Yeah, I mean, you could. There's a lot of ways you could have a a pretty decent line, and you still win. You know, four for 55 and a tutty, mm. something like that. I could see him having, you know, and that's not like that's not him blowing up. I I think you'll be fine. He could have a a six reception, 100 yard game, no touchdowns, and boom, you win. And let me be clear. You guys, you give us advice, but the decision is in our hand because of course. I, I, woke, I got up like around 12 o'clock and then I went back to bed. I was going to take out Hazen Hill and put Schultzen, but I didn't. But look, at the end of the day, you just give us advice. We are the one that make the moves. Yeah, and I appreciate I, you. Love you. Th- appreciate you, and, man. Thank you. And also, I only see 101 likes. We need more. A lot okay. of people listening. Smitty, before I go, one last thing. I can never find I I'm trying to get every time you go live, but I can't have an alert set up for when you go live. How do I know when you're live? Um turn on the bell t- turn on the bell notification. So on your on your, your app, you're gonna hit that bell okay. icon. Okay, and if it's on then then sometimes they don't alert you. I go live so much they don't wanna they make the YouTube makes the judgment call that because there's not a lot of people that go live like me, most channels would only go live maybe no. one. So, so Nobody, what? Dude. Okay, so what they do is they make the judgment call themselves to say we don't want to run this guy off the app. He's going to turn his alerts off. So let's only push out an alert every six hours or something. So if I go live within, so that's the way that the the alerts go. So go to my Instagram, the Fantasy Football Show on Instagram, and right underneath my bio, there's circle like circular. Uh, images. One of them says channels. Okay. 
click that and you're going to want to subscribe. It's free. You just click on the channel. You're going to want to click the channel and go to the going live channel and just hit join. And it'll give you a push alert on Instagram every time I go live. I'm going to tell you this, man. If I go all the way, I need your address because I'm going to send you something through the mail. <laughs> I don't care. I'll find out your mail if you don't give it to me, and I will send you a gift if I go all the way. Look, thank you for everything you do. You're amazing. And with that said, I'm D-U-N-N. Later. All right, later. I'm a boss. If I make it next, next week 16, we'll do with a headache down that road. Thank right. you, brother. Appreciate you. Um, Superfish yeah. has got semi... Oh, I got, that's not a super... I'm sorry. Thank you for that comment, Superfish. I think I got all the Super Chats on screen here. Do I have them on screen? I think I do. Uh, let me go to Ron Navy real quick, then I'll answer these. Ron, what's up? Answer your Super Chats first. I'll hang out. Okay, let me see. I uh, got a uh, $20 hauler from Logan Powell. Logan Powell. My man. $20 hauler. Alert. Super chat alert. Logan, my man, my main man, somehow won my quarterfinals today. Thoughts for next week. Three wide receivers, one flex, PPR, Lamar, Carr, Keenan, Allen, Pittman, Alave, Sutton, London, Mostert, K9, Singletary, Zamir. Hey, L- L- Logan, I'm sorry I didn't respond to your $20 hauler. Usually I get to those right away. I need to do a, be- I need to do a better job of when a $20 hauler comes in, I-, I address it immediately. That's my fault, bro. I'm sorry. Ho- hopefully you're still here. Logan, you still here? Let me make sure Logan's still here. Logan, let me know if you're here. Uh, thoughts on for the next week? Three wide receivers, one flex. Um Let's see, Lamar. Uh, so your 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 wide receivers are going to be Pittman if he's healthy. I don't know that he plays though. Pittman got rocked. I don't know if you guys saw that that replay of Pittman getting hit in slow motion, but there were a couple people saying like in the comments of some of those videos that were circulating. I didn't really want to put it on my Instagram. I it just it's such a brutal hit. But people are like, how is he alive? And like, it was crazy. But he got hit and you could see his head and where he got hit in his spine and how his neck, like it was, it was unreal. I just don't know that he'll, he'll be able to go. We'll have to see. Uh, Logan, appreciate you. Let me know you're still here. So I would assume he's out, but if he, for any reason he played, you play him. If Keenan can play, you play Keenan. And if Alave can play, you probably play Alave. Those would be your three wide receivers. Now, your next up players in the, that's the, that's the or no Keenan would be first, Pittman then Alave. Um, and if they can't go, the next up in order would be even though we're worried about what the usage will be, London, and then probably Sutton. I guess um, Sutton's hard to hard to to uh, factor in though. I'm looking up uh, Sutton's game log right now from today. It was five for seventy-one. He didn't have the touchdown, but he's still solid. I, I guess you could you could consider Sutton your your safer play over London, but I probably would say I still go London because of his ability to to have that huge game. As far as your RBs, Mostert's your RB one. Uh, we'll find out after tomorrow whether K nine feels like the RB two over Singletary, but Singletary's so steady in the way that I think that this Houston team's playing behind him. And with Stroud coming back, I think Singletary could be thought of above 
maybe canine for a week or two. And then next year is next year. But for right now, the momentum Singletary has. Singletary would have had 150-plus yards in that touchdown, uh, that other touchdown that he ripped off. Did he? I think he had another. Did he have two touchdowns? Or he had one touchdown and he would have a second, or he had zero touchdowns and would have one. I forget. But Singletary had a monster game. It's just that 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 overtime touchdown run, the huge touchdown run, got called back. Zamir will figure out if Jacobs is is out. You know what's going on with that. But for right now, it's Mostert, Singletary, K nine in that order. Oh, Chandler, you got Chandler. Good God. Ah, uh, I don't, I don't know. Chandler and Singletary. That's tough. Unless K nine blows up tomorrow night, or tonight for some of you like you got to rank Singletary and Chandler as the two two better options over K9 for right now and and I don't know which one I like more we'll probably take that as the week goes I don't know that I'm ready to answer that yet I'd probably lean toward Singletary slightly but good god man Chandler looks amazing he looks so quick Laporta a fantastic team Let's Logan. I hate to like not. Lock, I don't want to lock it in, but hopefully that gives you an idea. And if I'm if if I'm ranking your your wide receivers and, and running backs together, just to give you a ranking that way, I would say that it's probably going to go Mostert, Keenan Allen, um, so most Mostert. Well, let's just say you're starting Mostert and Singletary, and let's say you're starting, you said, three wide receivers. So it's going to be Keenan, Pittman, Alave, and then if not, use the wide receiver pecking order that I gave you, and your flex is going to be another RB. Your flex is going to be Chandler. So you're starting Mostert, Singletary, and Chandler, unless Walker twists our arm after a great performance, which I don't think he's going to outperform Ty Chandler and Singletary. So I have a feeling you're starting those two RBs, those three RBs together. Um, Rocco, appreciate you. Stafford over Hertz this week has me feeling good. 60-point lead, non-PPR. How are we feeling about Njoku going forward? Back-to-back 15-plus point games. Njoku's always been an elite talent. Always been an elite talent. He's just had a tough time staying healthy. But he's looking pretty solid right now. Um, I would say definitely 6-12. to 12, But that's a wide range, as you can tell. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to reassess it. But he's certainly in the top. 6 to 12 conversation, but there are so many good tight ends right now emerging in the NFL that I don't know where he's going to fall in the in the preseason pecking order when I start breaking it down, but I'd say certainly in that territory. There's no way he's like outside of the top 12 or we're going to discount him or anything like that. He's fantastic. But his situation is going to change. What's his rapport going to be? Uh, once Watson gets back, Watson was struggling so badly. It seems like he's doing better without him. So there's a lot of that stuff to consider. Is there anything more tragic than being top of my league all year and then walking into week one of the playoffs with Olave, Jacobs, Keenan, Chase, Eckler, Brees? God, I'm sorry to call your boy loud. Uh, hopefully you got another another team still in the mix, but that that does that does hurt, bro. How many points did that team score? That's brutal, bro. I. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Advancing in the playoffs with two to three teams. The third team is down by five points with Hertz, Mariota, and Devonta Smith left. Smitty to Saturn. Appreciate you, TM42, for dropping that. Um, you're the man. Let's go over to Ron Navy. Ron Navy, you are live. What's up, Smitty? What's up? It was the nastiest fantasy week for best ball ever. <laughs> I swear. It all started with Dell. When Dell got hurt, 
then everybody started getting hurt and he got Alave out, which I have a lot of, I had a lot of Alave. Watson out, I had a lot of Watson. Uh, Dell out, Stroud out, this guy out, that guy out. And, you know, I know you're big on Buffalo, but really, Allen, I had Allen, I had Kincaid, but they, they didn't, Allen didn't crack. I mean, fantasy-wise, he didn't do nothing. And Kincaid, big goose egg, didn't get used, which I was afraid of. Um, and and it's not, you know, it, it's just nothing worked out. Out of 30, I think I had 35 teams across from the big board through BB4 and everything. All of them are dead except for two and best ball four. Um, and that depends on tomorrow night. So, um, and I got Hurts. I got... Uh, Smith, I have AJ, and I have Goddard playing. Guess what that means? Everybody else who has Seattle players, play them because I, I, I just the way my luck's running, Philly's going to play like crap tomorrow. And <laughs> that'll be that for that. So I don't know. I should retire for, for best ball. After, no, after you, you, year, you I, know, you're going to have those years, bro. <laughs> It's gonna happen. Oh, I have a, I have a, I have a couple best ball manias in. Um, one of them, um, first and first this week in, I think. Let's see, how if you're first or second, do you advance in, in best ball mania? No, just just first. first you got to be number one out of sixteen teams okay. for best ball mania. Yeah. Okay. So now, the I, other one. Yeah, I got two that it, two that are still in it. Then one of them. This is my team in the in the one that I think has the chance. I have Joe Burrow. <laughs> Got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for Stafford. That's why you draft three yeah. QBs. That's why you draft three QBs in baseball. My running backs are Jameer Gibbs. Here, let, let me let me see if I can plug in and show and show it. It'll be, be a little easier. Um this is this is the this is the main this is the main one that I have left. Hold on, let me let me see if my System will even allow it because I've been having a lot of system issues here. Okay, so this is my best mania team left. So first place, uh, let me back out. First place here. Oh, maybe I only have one. I think I only have one left actually, because that other one looks. I think I was, I'm in second. Okay, so Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford. Jameer Gibbs, Alvin Kamara, Isaiah Pacheco, Charbonnet, McKinnon, Ty Chandler. <laughs> Ty Chandler came in big. Uh, wide receivers a little a little shaky, but there's some talent there. Puka down at the bottom there, so that's fantastic. So Puka, Tank Dell, good God, this this team could have done really well in the best ball mania. Tank stayed healthy. Yeah. Jaden Reed stepped up big. Um, Chris Olave needs to get healthy, and then and then my tight end. Whoops. My tight end, Kelsey, and Taysom Hill. So, Kelsey's got to step up. So, pretty good squad, but, you know, I, I think had I had a uh, had, had a couple other guys to kind of help support, like a wide receiver, that would have been better. I wish I had Laporta on this team. But first place, um, this one advances, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, the one that I have in first place right now has Derek Carr, Christian McCaffrey, Madison, A.J. Dillon, which has done nothing, Roshan Johnson, and Chase Brown, and then my receivers, Alave out, Watson out, 
London didn't do nothing. George Pickens, Addison did great, and then Reed, Tank Dell gone, and then At Perry, and then thank God for Laporta. I had Laporta and Fryermuth. That one's in first place by is like a little over one twenty. Um, yeah, but there's some others that catch me after tomorrow. But the other team that has a chance, like I said. Right now, I'm sitting in fourth place. The leaders got 154. I got 122. And that's the one that has the Hurts, um, Bryce Young, uh, Gibbs, Rashad White, Charbonnet, Brian. What happened to Rob, Brian Robinson? He didn't even play today, did he? Was he injured? I don't even know what's um, going on with him. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Drake London, Addison. Thielen, Shark, Mingo, Downs, Goddard, and Laporta. That's the one I'm hoping can make up some points and take get me in there. Because the other one, I might be able to get overtaken tomorrow night. But I, that, that's it. Everything else is that I had 11 teams in the big board. Yeah, you, you've had a you've had a good year. You've had a good year though. Don't 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 act like you 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 can't come back strong next year, Ron. You got this. You you've been smashing a lot of the pickums and all that. You'll be fine. Yeah, but look, a lot of injuries happen. This is this is not a year to judge yourself on best ball or any other thing. You had a lot of guys go down, and let's just just don't, I wouldn't even let it affect your strategy too much. You'll be good. All right, anything else, Ron, relating to this week before I jump out of here? I got I got about a thousand different things I got to do, so I probably will run. You you got any commentary or things you want to touch on for week fifteen? No, nah, no. Nah, the only thing I, I mean, I left you some VMs and in, uh, in, uh, <laughs> IG, but uh, just, just, just anti-Buffalo stuff. Oh, uh, I don't That's, think Josh Allen's I mean, good. <laughs> I love, I love Buffalo. I know we probably disagree on that, but I, I, I had a feeling they were yeah, gonna, we, they were gonna take out the Cowboys this weekend. And I don't, I don't think they're the best. The Cowboys played like total dog shit, so. So was it Buffalo? It was Cooks. They couldn't stop the run. Cooks was the main guy. If you had Cooks, you did great. If you had anybody else on Buffalo, God. Yeah, but but you really don't but, think uh, you don't you really don't think Colts. Buffalo looks scary right now because they're they're balanced. No, no, <sighs> no, not at all. They're not playing balanced. No, at least not fantasy wise. I, I fantasy wise, they're 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 a big bust. And I don't trust Allen. If Allen had to throw the ball. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I had him. He let me down. The rest of the he didn't really have to. Let me down. He didn't really. But, it's not. It's uh, not like Baltimore, he was like. Go, you know, he it wasn't he was super super accurate in this game. But I mean, like seven of 15, 94 yards, a touchdown, no ints. Right, twenty four yards rushing, touchdown, two touchdowns. Just didn't need to do anything. They just kept scoring, running the football. Okay. So they, just, they kept doing it. I, I don't. I don't think I would say they did bad passing. It's just they didn't need to throw the ball. They just absolutely they ran the ball down yeah, the throats and and Dallas is a really good passing defense. They're a good rushing defense too, but they found their vulnerability and like I wouldn't judge the Buffalo Bill passing attack off of a Dallas Cowboy matchup. It's a really good tough matchup. Well, and then I mean, look at it. Houston won today, um, so that that puts a, a kink in them trying to make the playoffs. Miami won today, which puts another kink in them because they'd have to win. Miami has to lose 
all three games and they'd have to win all three games to win the division. And Cincinnati won. So, I mean, Buffalo doesn't own tiebreaker with those guys. So Yeah, but we went over um, this the other talking. We went in the, over this the other night when you're I, like, I, I don't think the Bills, they have a, uh, what are the odds? Let's see if they're updated. That the Bills yeah, make I don't, I don't the playoff. But what Vegas does, I, I really, I don't go by what Vegas, I don't care what Vegas says the odds are. I'm just going off of what I'm seeing out of Buffalo. Buffalo didn't look that great. Mahomes came back, but he had, uh, they're still playing mediocre. Kansas City's still playing mediocre. Buffalo's, they just, Dallas just played so bad. Yep, yep. That, that Cooks looked great. But but here's the here's the thing though, uh, like a, a, But here, here's the thing though. Like, I I haven't predicted that an AFC team wins the Super Bowl necessarily. So if we're going to talk about this team or that team looks bad, it doesn't matter because all the AFC teams are up and down like this. You could say the Ravens are probably the most scary, consistent looking team right now, but. I think the Ravens could get beat by KC or anybody at any moment, so it's not. But when you look at this this entire AFC from top to bottom, there's there's this doesn't feel like the Niners or, in my opinion, still even though people are laughing at the Eagles because they lost to the Cowboys or whatever, this is a very volatile conference. Every single one of these teams has concerns. KC, they're going to win the division, and they've got question marks. Jacksonville. Uh, Colts, Houston. Yeah, I think Houston probably wins the division. And I think you agree. I think you said it before. I think Houston probably wins this division. At the end of it all, they win the division. They're tied. Uh, Stroud coming back. That was a huge win for the Texans. Um, so, But they're all volatile, for sure. Jags could get beat by any team at any moment. And I think the Texans are still young, so they could... And they lost Tank Dell, so it's still going to be hard. Um, Baltimore is probably the toughest. Cleveland... I mean, they keep doing it. I don't think that they're going to go deep into the playoffs at all, but they certainly have the, one of the wild card spots at this point in this juncture. The Bengals, we'll see. I still think that they're they're not going deep, but they could definitely sneak in or not sneak in. They could definitely grab one of the wild card spots. They're in good positioning. Eight and six Buffalo Bills. So now we're talking about Cleveland Browns are the only team that that have an advantage over the Buffalo Bills, the Cincinnati Bengals. The Jag or the Colts, Texans, Jaguars, whichever two teams don't win the division, and and so right now the Broncos seem to be a, a step behind, but that's going to be tough. That's one team. That's uh, the Buffalo Bills. That's uh, the Browns, the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Colts. We'll assume the Texans win the division. That's five teams. That's only five teams to grab three wild card spots. So all the Bills have to do is beat two of those teams. So it's not like I think sometimes we get caught up in like being the best, you know, wild card team or something. But all they got to do is beat two of those teams: the Jaguars, the yeah, the the Colts. Coming out, huh? Who's coming out? Except for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's out already. But the Bengals own tiebreaker against Bills. Cleveland owns the tiebreaker against the Bills. And so does uh, the Colts and Houston. All well, it's going to be it's going to be close, but I I just think the Bills winning, and the fact that KC's got a favorable schedule going forward. I don't I think they win the division. So I know that there's some been some mention about them not looking great, but all they got to do is get in, and then like I say, like I I keep saying, I think there's a potential clean slate mentality for the Kansas City Chiefs. But 
They still, I don't know that they'll yeah, win the Super Bowl. Uh, but I Buffalo. City, they what? When they're in the playoffs. Yeah. But Buffalo, if they get in, and it's no lock, but if the Buffalo B Bills grab out of the five teams that can get it, in my opinion, grab one of the three wildcard spots, which is a very nice chance, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to probably be the team to beat in this conference. I really, really believe that. But, man, I, I mean. Yeah, I, I, I disagree, but that's fine. Yeah. I don't think the Bills are getting in, but I'm probably, I, you know, I, I've been wrong a lot before, so I can be wrong this time. But just my eye test, I mean, I just don't trust them. I don't trust them. And, and, and the thing is, I, I wanted them to be good. I wanted them to, I mean, God forbid, I got a lot of Allen and I had a, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of their players Kincaid and everything. And it's just like fantasy-wise, they're just, they killed me. All right, Ron, appreciate you. I'm going to go build my grill. Um, before it gets yeah, too late. Yeah, what kind of grill you get? Uh, it's a... Um, um, God, I'm blanking on that. Let me see. Hold on. Did you get one with a smoker? No, uh, but it's one of those uh, flat grills. Um, next grill. Next. Oh, Let me see if I can pull it up here. Let me see if I can pull it up here. I think this is the one right here. Grill. Next, hold on. Let me see if I can find the. That's not it. Let me see if I can get a, an image of it. Hold on. It's a, it's a it's a great grill. Like I'm building it right now. I don't know if that's it. Next grill. Hold on. Next grill. It was three hundred and fifty dollars. I think it was a it was a. I was looking at grills, and I was like, there's like some 700, 900, and I'm like, I don't know. Miss Mitty's going to kill me if I if I pick up this, this uh, it was like a $1,000 grill. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's like, I better. Uh, somebody was calling in. I just missed it. I think this is it. I'm not positive. Let me, let me see if I can pull it up. Hold on. I mean, I'll just show it on my Instagram very, very soon, but it's it's one of those. uh flat. Yeah, it's a flat, a flat kind of like um. Uh, hold on. This doesn't do it justice because it doesn't show the open fate, or it doesn't show it open. Let me see if I can get a photo of it open. Okay, here it is. Like a black stone, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so here's two photos of it, one closed, one open. But I, I went and I, I went to the store after, and I got all these steaks, and I got some. I'm, I'm going to start doing not necessarily carnivore, um, like strictly, but I want it. That's the kind of like diet that I do better with anyway. So it's like this. Yeah. So it's like this. It's uh, this is it. This is the grill. Yeah. So you you know you it's like a, a hamachi or benihana is kind of in a way you, like you scrape everything off of, of the side. But uh, there's something about gr grill marks and all that that I like. But this this grill looks it looked really nice. It was on sale at Home Depot for like three fifty, and I was like I'm getting it. And so I'm halfway through it. I tried to build it before the show, but I didn't get it done in time. I put on the legs. Have you ever had a grill like this before? Like this? No. Okay, make sure 
that you read the directions and season it the right way before you even use it. Because if you don't, that layer on top of the grill, they coat it and that stuff will come off. And you, you gotta make sure that you season it. And what I mean by that is like take an onion, cut it in half, and then dip it in like uh, oil, mm-hmm. um, vegetable oil or whatever, and make sure you season the top of that. You rub the oil all over there, and you and you put the heat on, and and you do it like the best way to do, do it live. is like uh, yeah. Well, go to look at YouTube and see how how the guys yeah, season I, their, their. I I did look at it. I did wa- I did watch a video on it. I made that. I did. Yeah, I did look at a video. They said for twenty minutes, put it on uh, like a sear level. Just let it sit there and then do it again. Do it another time. So you basically just coat the whole thing in like yep. a in like an avocado oil or some sort of oil. I, I might do the onion thing, like you said, but oil and onion. Um, uh, Bill the Tickler's on the line. B- Bill, were you calling in with some sort of grill advice here? Because you did you do work at some high end steak restaurants, so I assume you've got something to say here. Oh wow! My, so my boy uh, Ron Navy going off at the grill. I trust him. He's a he's a Pittsburgh follower. Um, you yeah, sound hey, you sound sauced, Bill. Bill, you gotta hit the grill with olive oil, and then you gotta hit it with a uh, you know a nice vegetable uh, cleaning, and then you hit that meat at high heat. Always hit the meat with the high heat. <laughs> you sound sauced, Bill. <laughs> Bill the tickler, everyone. <laughs> Bill, Bill, you first like the first sentence. I didn't know what you said. It started, you know, like it started to take me a while to like pick up what you were saying. You sound like you've been, you've been sipping on Grandpa's old cough medicine for a little bit tonight. Well, well, it's, it's Sunday, Sunday. We hang out with the, we hang out with the, uh, you know, the family. We have a long day on Sunday. Sundays are long days in the winter. Thank yeah. God. Tell me about it. Thank God for the fantasy hey, football. Hey, Bill, I got to get out of here. Uh, so hit me with your question real right, quick. I, I, and know, then... I know you do, Smitty. I know. Uh, real quick, Smitty. So uh, we count down. The, so uh, the other day, my, my, my tight end question, I went with McBride. He barely came out ahead. But the only reason I went against the grain and you, because you told me how to go with the gut. Yeah. Hey, McBride's fantastic, bro. Uh, you know, any McBride question I didn't get right, I apologize to anybody that's got McBride. And he, he looks so unbelievable. Even all my Niner buddies, Raj, my boy Raj, RSF 49ers, he, he like in our group text, you know, just me and a bunch of other people, uh, he said, man, McBride's tearing us apart. Like, just looking amazing. McBride, he, he survived multiple quarterbacks. He, it, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting Going through the first tight end Ready. ranking video because Laporta and McBride are both probably in the top. I mean, Laporta's number one, but McBride's probably top five. I don't know how he can't be. He looks so good. Smitty, you know what? You know what yeah, really, uh, over impressed me and today? Uh, watching um, Tyler Murray. I don't know what you're saying, Bill. He. he, he Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray played so hard. And he had actually no reason. He could actually give up, but he played so hard. He just, he went out there and left it all out there against a hard, hard team of the Niners. You know, you know, you're reminding me of Denny right now. Where's Denny, by the way? I We haven't heard from Denny. Hey, hey, you know what? Yeah, Denny, you saw Denny. 
you saw Debbie in Vegas, and then what? Six hours later, you saw me. <laughs> but mm-hmm. me and Denny have never, never collaborated. Hey, can no. they? <laughs> All right. Hey, Bill, I got to go. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, Smitty. Thanks, bro. Thanks. Later, bro. All right, hey, Ron. I'll, take care, buddy. Uh, Ron, I'll see you later. All righty, Smitty. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, I had one of those grills, and I, I screwed it up because I, I never owned one before. And it wasn't until after I screwed it up that I figured I found out what I, how I screwed it up. So that's why I've given you. I know from firsthand if you don't do it right, you screw it. You Can I use vegetable oil? Vegetable oil. Yeah, yeah, use vegetable. And what I, and what you do is you, you you take like you got one of those big grilling forks, right? Uh, one of those big grilling forks. Yeah, somewhere. We, 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 I, I've yeah, been going without a grill for a while. I, I used to grill a ton, but. You stick that Stick that big fork down in the um, in the onion, Stick a fork um, in it. the top of it. So you know you got the flat part, and you put the flat part in the oil, and then that's how you spread the oil around. Yeah, the onion makes it nice. Yeah, about twenty minutes. Around. Let it let it cook for twenty minutes. It's we it's weird that that's what needs to be done, but sure. All right, yeah, hey Ron. It is. It is. All right, later, Ron. Take care. Talk to everybody later. Hey, what do I clean it off? Do I just how do I get it all? Do I just let it sit, stay there? No, yeah, you just let it sit. That's what that's that's how you um, how you do it. You don't you you don't clean it off. Okay, like that. You just you let it bake in basically into the top. It you got to let it let it soak into the top. Okay. So you don't you don't. I don't ever clean it off. All right. Yeah, you don't. All right. No, you just leave it set. All right, cool. Thanks, Ron. Seasoning. You got a grill. That's what it's called. All right. Let's season it. All right, later. Later. All right, uh, Asan, appreciate your $10 hauler. Sorry about the delay on this one. Asan, Asan to the freaking moon. Asan says, Smitty. Smitty, on to the semis. Playoff lineup, full PPR, two running back, two wide receiver, two flex. Um, Rogers probably isn't playing, so such a disappointing thing. He wanted to play, so... So bad too. I'm going Kyler. Uh, Reek will be back, I think. Godwin's hard to sit up to that game, but it's hard to trust. I'd probably go Tyreek and maybe you do go Godwin. I don't know. Tyreek and Flowers for now. Um, what do Flowers do? Final stat line on Flowers. Let's pull up Flowers. Um, I, I know he didn't have quite the game we wanted, but did he end that, uh, that final? Flowers. Zay Flowers had yeah he didn't he just had the one catch for seven yards. I guess you go got the thing is he's had back to back games with touchdowns though prior to this game. I don't know. Let let's uh the Niners. The Niners aren't that horrible against wide receivers though. I mean look look what McBride just did. I know he's a tight end, but let's let's revisit the wide receiver, whether it's Godwin or Flowers, okay? ETN, James Cook, and Chandler are your two running backs and one flex, and your additional flex depends on Pacheco. Pacheco's probably coming back, but McKinnon still could be a good play. And then Kittle is your your tight end. Let's revisit the Sasana. That's my early take on that, but certainly could change. Certainly could change. Thank you for the super chat, my guy. Thank you all for the um, the super chats, the kind words. 
Even the people that don't have kind words. I, I appreciate everybody. I really do. Unless you're a negative person to my community and you come in and you're just trying to cause trouble. Even people that don't necessarily share the same viewpoint, it doesn't matter. Uh, Brofist Brad, $20 hauler. Dallas Sports, appreciate you. Christopher Smith, $20 hauler. Casillo, $20 hauler. Uh, Logan, $20 hauler. Uh, call your boy with a super chat. Hassan with a super chat. TM42. Uh, Rocco, appreciate you. Jaime. Johnny Cause. Johnny Cause. Hoosiers. Alex M. Call your boy. Rise Above Heating. Eric. Appreciate all your super chats, all your support. Please hit that thumb up button on the way out the door, and I will see you all um, tomorrow.